welcome back to The Gelman Report. I'm your host, Ellie Gelman, and in today's episode, we are going to be doing week five review of the league. My own personal fantasy football league. We have a lot of exciting matchups to go over this week, so let's get right into the episode. We had a lot of close matchups, which is not so common in our league. Um, usually, especially because we have an eight-man league, there's a lot of blowouts, and because of the injuries, people's lineups aren't at full health. But we had a lot of close matchups this week, so let's get right into them. And as I was just saying, we had a close matchup, but we had a lot of close matchups, but this matchup was not close at all. Healing my balls, 169. Saquon ACL 110. So a 59 point win for Johnny. And Johnny actually had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven players with over 20 points. Um, that's why he scored 170 points. Uh, I think that's the second most points that a team has scored in our league, only behind Ariel with 183. So a lot, a lot of uh, scoring in this first matchup for Johnny. Um, being carried by those that strong top five. DJ Shark had a pretty bad game. Darren Waller with a solid game. Miles Sanders had a very good game along with that Ravens defense. And Randy Bullock with only three points, a pretty bad game. So, of course, Johnny won with 170 points. But then you go over to a Roberts team, and he just didn't, his team did not play well. He did have a solid game from his top three. Uh, Teddy, Josh, and Todd, but then Kyle Lockett really underperformed with only 4.4 points, and then you had Stephon Diggs, who had a good, who had a good game, but 10 points is kind of underwhelmed. Uh, he has a missing wide receiver here because um, there was some complications with him putting in a player. Um, it didn't, it wouldn't have really mattered because he lost by 70, 59 points, but Travis Kelsey had a very good game. Jarek McKinnon, with 0.5 points, uh, and then everyone else, his defense is bigger at a solid game. So, Robert's team played okay, pretty solid, but it scored 110, but if your opponent is scoring 170, you're most likely not going to beat them. So, a tough loss for Robert, now is in last place in the league, while Johnny moves up to second. And then we have CD Nuts, led by Ariel, versus Johnson, um, led by Jake Teller. And so, again, this matchup, not really close, a 26-point win for Ariel. Ariel had great performances from Russell Wilson, uh, Daryl Henderson, Tyreek Hill, Calvin Ridley, uh, Hunter Henry had a solid game, so did C.D. Lamb, um, and then solid performances all around from his team, um, and that led him to score 125. On, on the other side of this matchup, Jake really had a tough, um, yeah, his team played Pretty bad. Josh, I mean, uh, Josh Allen not playing really well. And then Chris Carson actually had the exact points that he was projected 13.9. I've actually, I've never seen that before. That's really interesting. David Johnson with only 10. And Boyd, Ertz, and Juju Smith Schuster get all under five points. A really bad game for all of them. And so, yeah, Jake was kind of 
he had solid he had solid play from his top players, but from those role players, cannot get uh, solid solid numbers. And uh, yeah, lost by 25 points. That moves Jake down to sixth place with a record of two and three. While Ariel is still at three and two. Uh, well, Ariel is at three and two and still at third place. Uh, and then we move on to the third matchup that we have right here, and that is Underperformers versus Chicago Beehives. And so this matchup has a little more of a story to it. So coming into the Monday night game, I think that. Yeah, the Chicago Beehives, they were up by around uh, 11 or 12 points. No, no, excuse me, around 8 or 9 points. And uh, on the performance, had Alvin Kamara on Monday night, and the kicker is not there anymore, but had Steven Bisowski, um on Tuesday night. So in the beginning of the game, it seemed like Alvin Kamara was not going to actually get those 8 points. Uh, but at the end of the game, kind of turned the Jets on and had a bunch of yardage at the end. 11 points... Ron Kamara is not really good, but it was enough to uh, put Jeremy over the top. So at the, again, at the end of the Monday night game, Jeremy was up by three point uh, by three point four points, and Jeremy was not taking any risks, and he benched his kicker. Um, and I would, I would say that's a pretty smart move because I had actually my the first week of uh, fantasy football I played against Stephen Gasowski, and he had negative one points. And so Jeremy did not want to take the risk of seeing this actually uh, having negative points, and that would have caused him to lose. Similar to if you're up um, and your opponent has no players and all you have is a defense, uh, you probably should bet your defense because as we're going to see in the next matchup, it's not that uncommon that defenses get negative points. So Jeremy benching the kicker, solidifying a win for him. His second one of the season, 2-3, and three, moving up to 5th place, while Abe 1-4 and four at 7th place only uh, with one win on the season trying to figure things out. And then we move on to the last matchup of the week, my matchup, the, and I would say the most exciting matchup of the week, and I know it does not look like this uh, was a close game. Thinking back, actually, the Jeremy A matchup probably should have been the matchup of the week, but I'm a little biased, and I chose my matchup as a matchup of the week, so we're here already, so we got to push forward. And so... So yeah, this is a matchup I won by around 18 points. And so first, let's just go over each team, kind of how the players did. So our quarterbacks did not play well. Of course, Dak Prescott had that devastating injury and only finished the game with 12 points. But Lamar Jackson, my quarterback, played the whole game and only had 13 points. So pretty disappointing from him. Derek Penny with a monster game. Clyde Edge-Solaire underperforming um, the projection again. Uh, Mike Evans with a meh game. Cooper Cup with a okay game. DK Metcalf with a phenomenal game with 21 points. John Smith with a, lot, a crazy game. Also Kareem Hunt. And then, as I mentioned before, it's not very uncommon that defense gets negative points. My defense had negative four points, allowing 43 points, which was extremely frustrating for me to lose those four points. I'd rather defense just had zero points on Just so annoying to have your defense score negative points or have any player on your team score negative points. Uh, and then I have my kicker, uh, Young Oku with 13 points, a great, great pickup. And then moving on to Jacob's team, as mentioned before, Dak Prescott was injured, so didn't get uh, to play the full game. Joe Mixon, Ronald Jones with 
okay games. And then his wide receivers really played bad, especially Mark Cooper, Terry McLaurin. Uh, Keenan Allen with solid game, Mark Andrews and AJ Brown playing really well, especially, uh, and along with the Rams defense and Rodrigo Blakenshaw. Into the Monday night game, I was actually up by, I think it was 12 points. And then Keenan Allen caught that touchdown on the first drive. And then I was down actually by around three points. And then, but not thankfully, you don't like to see any injuries, especially fancy football. But he did not play the rest of the game. He had some back spasms and he didn't play the rest of the game. So I was down three for the rest of the night. Um, coming and yeah, I was down three coming into the Tuesday night football game. And then again, the first drive, A.J. Brown, again, the first drive, one of Plum's wide receivers catches a touchdown. A.J. Brown catches a touchdown on the first drive of the Titans. And then that puts me down um, by like eight points, I think. Um, and so then I was, I was still predicted to win, but I was getting really, really scared. And then slowly, slowly, um, I was like Kareem, I mean, Derek Henry and uh, John Smith were slowly getting points, but still was not looking good for me because AJ Brown was continuing to get points. And then bam, everything totally switched. Derek Henry got a touchdown. Then John Smith got a touchdown. Then Derek Henry got another touchdown. And John Smith got another touchdown. Another great win by the team. And now I'm 5-0, first in the play, first in the league. And while that is very exciting, there was some bad news right before I started to record this. There was the breaking news that Le'Veon Bell did sign with the Kansas City Chiefs, Chiefs which brings Scott Edwards' Hilaire uh, value down a lot, which is very upsetting, but I thank God I do have a lot of running back depth, and that is going to help me, hopefully, be the champion this year. And so that is the end of the matchups. Now that is, let's move on to the stud and dud of the week. And I actually am going to put for the dud of the week um, someone from my matchup, of course not on my team, I'm going to put Amari Cooper. Uh, so he only had 2.1 points, and you could tell, you could, there, were, there was a lot of players you could have said that got it, Terry McLaurin, um, Jarek McKinnon, but I think Amari Cooper, he was projecting 9.5 points, that, and he only scored two, seven points under his projection. And he was playing against the Giants, one of the worst defenses in the NFL. And you could say that he only had 2.1 points because he, um, because Dak Prescott was injured. But if you actually look at the game log um, alongside with how his points are scored, he, when Dak Prescott was playing, he had one reception for nine yards. And then when Andy Dalton was playing, he had, I think, another two receptions for like, 12 yards. So he actually statistically has played better with Andy Dalton. And so that, and so either way, he had a bad game. And that's, you can't just say it was only because Dak Prescott would play. And I think that he is the stud this week because if he had a better game, and 20 points for Amari Cooper against the Giants is not so unrealistic. If he had 20, if he had 18 more points, Plum would have won the game and I would be 4 and 1 while Plum would be. Four and one as well. So I'm gonna to have to give the stud to Amari Cooper for that lackluster performance. And then I'm actually gonna stay in this matchup, and I'm gonna give the stud of the week. I'm sorry if I keep calling Amari Cooper the stud of the week. He is the dud of the week. I Amari Cooper is the dud of the week. 
Now I'm going to give the stud of the week to my wide receiver, DK Metcalf. So in the beginning of this game, DK Metcalf, the first drive had one reception for 13 yards. So looking pretty good. And then for the rest of the half, he didn't have any receptions. At the half, he had 1.3 points, and I was very nervous. I needed, of course, I needed better production from my wide receiver one. And then in the third quarter, he catches a touchdown, which puts his total up to around eight or um, nine or ten points. And then the last drive, the game winning drive for the Seahawks, he scores, he gets, I think, but 50 yards that whole drive and touchdown, which puts the total up to 21 points, which brought, which really helped me win this week. Um, and yeah, so I have to give him the, the stud of the week for that amazing, amazing performance. Of course, people are going to be, the members of my fantasy football are going to be upset that their player didn't get to the stud, but sorry, DK Metcalf deserved it this week um, and played extremely, extremely well. So yeah, let's just look at the standings right before we end the episode. At the bottom, we have, at the, with a record of 1-4, and four, you have Saquon ACL and Chicago Beehards. At 5-6, and six, you have Underperformance and Johnson with a record of 2-3. and three. And then at 2-3-4, uh, at, at you have a three-way tie for Thielen, CDs, and Cup of Joe. And then you have me all the way at the top of the record of 5-0. But hopefully things go well with my Clyde Edwards-Hilaire situation and I still would be able to have the success that I've had so far. So yeah, everyone's has started off pretty strong, I would say, besides the last two. Hopefully they can pick it up and make the league a little more, um, a little more competitive and interesting. And yeah, so that is the end of the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening or watching, depending on what platform you want. Make sure to follow me on Twitter subscribe on YouTube and follow on Spotify and Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, helps the channel out a lot. Leave a like on the video if you've enjoyed. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and goodbye.